another episode of The Big Question presented by Friend the Film, a podcasting and in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss the Emperor's role in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, and this week I'm joined by, once again, Josh Daly. Hello, everybody. Welcome Wednesday. Welcome to The Big Question Wednesday. Hashtag Big Question Wednesday. Is that the hashtag? We change no, it up? No. Do we have a hashtag for I The Big know. Question? I, I've tried to get like... Hashtag the big question FF because there's other like, you know, hashtag big questions because people just have you know big questions and think about. Oh, yeah. But I don't really, I don't know. I Half the time I forget to use it. Half the time I'm like, I don't even like this hashtag really. Yeah. No. Here's my question to you about SEO is this. Do you, and this is so weird. But do you just want it to blend in with everybody else's? So people are like, what's the big question? And then they're like, what's this big question? It's from friends and family. <laughs> maybe. And that leads them down that way. Maybe. Maybe that's, maybe that's the, that's the key. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know either. The other key is just a tweet or randomly. I guess. I guess the only reason we would need it to be semi-branded, with like we were having people propose big questions to us, which we would love for you guys to do. You can you know tweet us and tell us your thoughts and ideas for big questions. But if you have a big question to propose, tweet at us the big question FF, and yeah. we will tackle it on the show. That we would love to. Um, but otherwise, I, I don't. I guess yeah, we could just use generic <laughs> hashtag big question. Hmm. That's what I say, my friend. Well, if you're wanting to tweet out the big hashtag, the big question, FF, hashtag at us, you're going to have to do that on Twitter where you can follow us at friends and film, A-N-D. Now, if you're looking for other big question episodes where we've answered those questions, jump over to Apple Podcasts, hop on to Google Podcasts, swim over to Spotify, maybe check out Stitcher because all of our episodes are on there and basically anywhere podcasts can be found. But on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. That'll ultimately help rank us, and then we can find more friends of the show. That's right. And. and yes, there's always an and. There is. Well, not always. Just for the next. Sometimes. Couple of days. Uh, until August 13th. That's when we'll announce the winner of our Avengers Endgame giveaway, which you can enter on Friends and Film on Twitter. Um, you, there's a there's a tweet you can retweet and gain an entry that way. But if you really want to just boost your chances, just be like, I'm just really going for it you get 10 entries by leaving us a review on itunes slash apple podcast whatever it's called this week um so do that it'd really help us out and help more people like yourself find the show and again you know just word of mouth is also a great way to advertise us so if you like what you're listening to just tell people about it and let them know that friends of film exists and that we would love them to listen to us because this week one of the interesting topics that we often cover is Star Wars. We love Star Wars. We talk about Star Wars, even though Star Wars, it seems like for the most part, as we kind of talked about last week, they don't really give us a lot to talk about most of the time. No, they really just kind of like stick their head in the sand. Yeah. Well, there, listen, there is a lot to talk about regarding Star Wars, but it's happening on the other planes. It's happening in right. the graphic novels. It's happening in, in the, the in books. the comics. In the books. The comics. And by the end of the year, TV will be a big push with Mandalorian, Clone Wars Season 7, mm-hmm. We're gonna all that kind of stuff. We're going to be sick of Star Wars, you know, come... Right. I mean, well, we'll we'll have a chance to anyway. That's that's sure. You know, but you know, at this point, the narrative is there's not enough. There's not enough Star Wars, and then come yeah. December, it's going to be there's Star Wars fatigue. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. too much of it. So like, what? This is like <laughs> yeah. the, this is like the one like three month like just all push for Star Wars, and then you know four months from then it's going to be like, oh man, there's not enough Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, and it, that was the big conversation coming out of um, Comic Con too. They were yeah. like, oh, we have no Star Wars information. Like, why they're blowing it? And yeah. it Star and people are like, dude, Star Wars is going to have a whole like six movies in the works, like you know, coming all the way through here. Yeah, I mean, October through December is going to be insane because we didn't like Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. the new video game that's going to be out too, and I'm sure there's other books and there's the the Knights of Ren like mini series uh, for comics. Right. Like, there's all this With like big stuff and all sorts. Yeah, of jazz. I mean, maybe that mini series, like as we lead into nine, will give us some teases on the Emperor, who's going to be in Episode Nine. That's our big question this week: What role will the Emperor have in Star Wars Nine? Because we had that first teaser come out at Star Wars Celebration in April and with the maniacal laugh of Sheev Palpatine and then, you know, Ian McDermott walking on stage, say, roll it again, made this iconic moment for Star Wars Celebration. And ever since then, yeah. everybody's been left on and is like, how big of a role will this guy have? What role will he have to play once he is involved? And there's all these questions. How he's going to return, when he's going to return, if he's going to return. Mm-hmm. Like, Josh, what role... And like, do you think the Emperor's going to have in Star Wars 9? I think he's going to have the biggest role possible. Oh, okay. 
for the emperor. Okay. Like not like you know like he's he, he's the new star. He won't be he won't be the center of attention, but he will be the shadow over the entire film. He'll be the shadow over like the last three fourths of the film. Oh okay. Um, because clearly all is not well. Mm-hmm. Um, in the galaxy far far away. I mean, obviously there's a battle between the first order and the resistance again, but the emperor is going to be. The the change he's going to be the reason things change the dynamic changes whether it's be, it's it's like the final yell of the first order or it's the resistance's you know one hope to defeat the first order or you know a vengeful and resurgent first order, um, but he's going to play antagonist to our two protagonists. Our two protagonists. Yeah, Ray and Ben Solo. Oh, or Kylo Ren. I didn't realize he was a protagonist. Yeah, he said he's a protagonist now. <laughs> is he? Uh, yeah, you know he is. Uh, even, even in the face of the end of episode uh, seven, eight, you know he only committed one act of patricide. Yeah. He, only, so... he only murdered one of the most iconic <laughs> characters in cinema. He's allowed, saga. Yeah, he's allowed that redemption <laughs> arc, or at least to be considered a protagonist because of his own conflicts and feelings and the the nuance that JJ. Or not JJ, but Ryan distilled in him. Okay, um, I, I I think there is a uh, complexity to him. <laughs> yes. I would not go as far as to say he's a protagonist at this yeah. point. Yeah, oh, he's a protagonist. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, you I mean Finn's a protagonist-ish? Yeah, what has he done? It's so bad. No, nothing. Exactly. But Kylo's murdered people. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he he killed his mentor to take over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. But like when you kill your mentor, <laughs> who is the bad guy too? Oh, sure. I guess you get a pass there. Sure. If he would have been like, hey, Snoke's dead. The First Order's gone. We we, we win. <laughs> I've been good this whole time, Ray. And he was like, Ray, lead the galaxy with me. He's just like, what? No, thanks. Yeah. Anyway, the Emperor will shift this dynamic. He will, Kylo Wilson will just accept your absurd premise that Kylo Ren is a villain okay. in this series. <laughs> and say that the reappearance of the Emperor will be that thing where we get some kind of turn back towards the call of the light Mm -hmm. that um, Kylo Ren mentions in episode seven. Mm -hmm. And we see him battle with in episode eight again before tamping down, you know, in the face of um, Luke Skywalker and um, the entire battle on crate. Interesting. The, the, the Palpatine will his reemergence will be something that shakes the first order and its allegiance to Kylo Ren, because he will be exiled. So here, here's the here's a question I have for you. Yes. Based on that, this is speculation, of course. Well, obviously, so this, this, this whole thing is basically a speculation episode on Palpatine in Episode Nine. Should we put a disclaimer too? Anything I say in this is pure speculation, no insider knowledge. I don't do any reporting at all. Um, but also, if none of this works out, I will not be mad. No, that's not how it works. If it doesn't oh. work out, you throw tantrums on the internet, you start mm-hmm. petitions, oh. and demand that Star Wars The Ride Skywalker is remade to meet your needs. Oh my gosh, have you been reading my drafts on the <laughs> website? Yes. I, I already have. I, I see the <laughs> JJ ruined my life draft that's in WordPress want, right now. I want my childhood back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but no, the, the question I have for you, okay. based on that, you said that uh, it'll his return will be the demise of Kylo. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so I think that's interesting. Like, so you think that he's not the one who's seeking Palpatine out? No, of course not. Oh, I mean like we take Kylo Ren and his word that he's does, he doesn't want anything to do with the Sith. Sure. The Jedi, the resistance, the rebels, uh, he like the Republic. He, he has a litany, a myriad of things that he just is not a fan of and uh-huh. is ready to move past. An old dead synth emperor who's going to usurp his power in some kind of way? Well, maybe. Maybe he doesn't know that. We'll see. But him killing Snoke in the throne room was the, I want nothing to do with anything of old. And that's the whole point. And Luke is in that weirdly in that same place. I want nothing to do with anything of old. And their 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 interests and ideas align in this like weird twisted way. Mm-hmm. Kylo on one pole, Luke on the other. Yeah. Um, wanting to put down things, one for selfish reasons, one for selfless reasons. And so, w- the Emperor is not going to be seen as this relic, the Sith holocron that 
Ren is seeking out. It, I mean, maybe he's seeking it out for the power, but the renewed spirit of Emperor Palpatine will not be his friend. Well, he that, would be a threat yeah, to him. Yeah, that, that's what I'm wondering is that, like, what if he's just seeking out, like, something that he's left? Or, like, we don't know what role this, like, okay, so there's this rumor. Oh, boy. I love, I love, I love Star Wars internet rumors. From making Star Wars um, that came out this week, which I didn't even know about when I proposed this big question to you. And I found it earlier today before we recorded, uh, where they shared a rumor that the Sith troopers um, are tied to Palpatine. Yeah. As we've talked about before, why would Kylo, as you mentioned, he wants to sever all ties from the Sith, you know, throw away the old, bring in the new. That's his whole thing. Why would he name them the Sith when he is not himself one? Mm-hmm. So this rumor states that the Sith troopers are a product of Palpatine and like a secret plan of his from long ago where they are uh, hidden away in a massive fleet from in the unknown regions that uh, Kylo has to find this Wayfinder device to find the fleet and, quote, unlock Palpatine's legacy, end quote. So if that's true, I don't know if it is, um, but, mm. I, I, but I could see that being the case. And that goes, that goes against what you were saying a little bit, that Kylo's not the one seeking out Palpatine, I guess that well, actually I, that that could still be the case if he is seeking out the resources because even though the first order needs to turn the tide in some kind of way, right, or they they need more. Like, and maybe if there is a mutiny of sorts, like Hux is in there, you know, planting seeds, and the first order, like Kylo's not our guy. I heard whispers, you know, I somebody you know had a cell phone recording of <laughs> of the of the throne room and saw you know him be the one to to, to turn on Snoke. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, you know, some stormtrooper, some first order stormtrooper holding their phone yeah. in portrait mode. Yeah, exactly. Sh- yeah, shaky cell phone. Like, like like that. That's what brings down the first order. And but Hux is the one who's like trying to take Kylo out of the equation, take mm-hmm. order himself. But meanwhile, Kylo's seeking out power of his own through what Palpatine left. And I think I, I, I actually kind of like that idea that like he's going after power that's left before him and trying to take it as his own. Again, I don't think he knows if I do this somehow, maybe some way Palpatine will return in a bigger way. He's just thinking, oh, I can go there, gain an army, yeah. this whole infantry and have the resources behind me to do whatever I want in the galaxy and be the ruler that, you know, my grandfather never could, whatever. Um, I think, I think that could work. And that definitely jives with some of the footage descriptions, what we heard about mm-hmm. from um, not D20, not, not uh, Star Wars Celebration, but CinemaCon, I believe. Oh, was uh, was there footage of CinemaCon? Yeah, there's some very detailed description of um, a, a, an exclusive shareholder, like a, yeah, shareholder, shareholder thing. event. Yeah, yeah, um, where we were talking about there were discussions about a white room and mm-hmm. all sorts of um, very like interesting locations that Kylo Ren had positioned himself, yeah, and placed himself. So that would be actually really interesting. The unknown regions have not played a part in any Star no. Wars film, and the idea that there's a Chiss army. Not a chess army, but you know, a um, an entire imperial fleet in armada mm-hmm. hidden away with even bigger ships and all sorts of like. Can you imagine bigger ships? Right. Than <laughs> what we saw with Snoke's um, League cruiser, but like, yeah, like that's tantalizing. But then, uh, even still, if that if he if he's just looking for those ships, mm-hmm. the arri- rearrival of Palpatine will not be met with him from by him with like oh this is great news the emperor palpatine's um clones are here or right. his his spirit is somehow you know um, in a bottled tube speaking to us like the wizard of oz or something really weird like uh-huh. that um because and the reason i say clones is because this sounds incredibly like the dark empire okay um which is legends yes it's from legends it was it's just barely canon okay um treated this canon in a lot of ways and a lot of the uh, story arcs because a lot of it people pick and choose you got to pick and choose what you want to run with in those but the emperor has imparted um parts of his mind to clones and they like planted seeds and basically he grows using the dark side of the force okay side of those clones the clones like voldemort Kind of, kind of like Voldemort, but think of it more like I'm transferring a part of my consciousness to this clone. Okay. 
but the clones it just can't. It takes time. Can, yes, but clones can't. Ta- well, it doesn't take time. It's instantaneous. But, but for him to like become full, it takes time, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but at the same time, it destroys the clone's mind, and so hmm. there need to be millions and millions and millions and millions of them. Okay. Constantly transferring consciousness. It's really it gets it gets out of hand fast, so, and, and suddenly you okay. just have images of like doll racks of Palpatine clones coming off conveyor belts, and then what do they do with the old ones? Oh, they get devoured by the Force, the dark side of the Force. But then it's just like, whew, okay, that's quite strange. Yeah. But part of it is, um, Bis, a, a planet shrouded in darkness and mystery, contains basically the seeds of an entire new order. Um, like basically a mini empire that was just mm-hmm. waiting in the wings, you know, to act when the time was right. And that's happened six years after, like I think in like Canon's legend or whatever. Like. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of like the history. And if what they're drawing from is like this idea of Palpatine reemerging, well, he's got to have power in his back and this wayfinder device, which you actually hadn't told me that, because now I can so see JJ Abrams. Like, <laughs> I mean, what do you, what is Kylo Ren doing in that first scene, taking down people in the forest, looking for the device, or right? is he looking for his helmet? Um, I, mean, I don't know. I have so many questions about the helmet. He I left know. it on board Snoke's ship that got utterly obliterated. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm really slightly. confused about the helmet. I am way confused about Which the helmet. Which I think we we covered in our trailer breakdown. Like, who's mm-hmm. building it again for him? Why is he building it? Why red? Why? 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 <laughs> yeah, so many questions there too. Um, but that that's the, I think that's the Emperor's role is to usurp Kylo Ren. Okay, so you're saying by the end of the movie he is the villain, and yes, then it's absolutely. Kylo and Rey teaming up to fight him. It's just Ray and Kaz already sacrificed himself for something else before then or something by the end. It's somebody verse a version of Palpatine. Ah, yeah. I wouldn't even say a version of Palpatine. The yet. OG Palpatine, not even the OG Palpatine. So what is it? It's going to be Palpatine. The um, conquering Kylo spiritually and physically. He's going to take over Kylo. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's that's fascinating. It's the only thing that really makes sense because if Palpatine was like, you know, so thirsty for Anakin Skywalker to be his apprentice, uh-huh. wanted the power that he had. Cause he's like, you can be the best of all of us or the most evil of all of us, yeah. the most maniacal of all of us. Um, that's why he wanted the men aside. And so to have the power to then take yeah, over him one day. Exactly. And I don't know if, Snoke knew this or what Snoke's role is. I'm sure it'll get filled in in, in like some really weird ways uh-huh. in this next film to make fanboys happy. But, and actually, we need some kind of explanation, whatever <laughs> it may be. But it doesn't need to be that deep. Um, just as so much as like Snoke was Palpatine's ex brother in law or something or whatever. And he's his old high school buddy. Yeah. They <laughs> exactly. went to school together. Right. Showed up to the funeral was like, well, I guess I'm taking over the yeah. estate, whatever the case is. Um, and so. I'm losing my train of thought, but he's the bloodline of Skywalker. Snoke had him close for a reason, Mm -hmm. carrying out, you know, sheltering and making sure he stays tip top condition, all those things until the time is right to plant Palpatine on him or have sick Palpatine on Mm -hmm. him to consume that form. This is what I've basically come up with. And that's, that's the Genesis for the rest of the film. Interesting. So on that kind of same vein, yes, I'm just thinking about some because there's also been in Star Wars canon, from what I've, from what I understand, there's a lot of ties not only to Palpatine and the Unknown Regions, which would make sense with this rumor, um, but also Palpatine and something with Jakku that he had some plans on Jakku or building some fortress or some hidden base or something. He had there. an observatory there. Okay, um, you read um, Star by Star, didn't you not? Uh, star by star, not star by star. I'm sorry. I read the lost rock- stars. Yes, cross stars. Yes, lost, lost stars. stars. Yeah. Yes. Um, you'll know that Jakku is actually like a significant imperial uh-huh. like way station. Yeah. Weirdly enough, the emperor had an observatory. On okay. There where he'd just like go and um look at desert. Uh-huh. I guess, but like it was because, but because it was such an important way station, um. For the Outer Rim Worlds, I yeah. suppose. I don't exactly remember all of the military, strategic no. military um, 
importances of Jack Goo from that that yeah. laid out in that book. But it was never anything. At least, at least we're never led to believe it's anything. Um, you know, much more serious or level. Okay, but keep going with your theory. So I'm my, my 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 question is like, you know, There's, I don't I don't think Ray was born on Jakku. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody really believes. That. I think the consensus is she was left there by her parents or by somebody. Is there any way that like Ray was left on Jakku for like Palpatine's return or something? And she's and that's why she is a so incredibly powerful because she has like some ancient like twisted scientific you know bloodline creation method and that she's the one that palpatine wants to inhabit not kylo uh, is that what you're thinking I no mean, that's pl- no i'm no. not it's, it's just like when you mentioned that you know he could take over kylo it's like well mm-hmm. we've seen that they're basically equals if if anything, we've almost seen that Ray's more powerful than Kylo. Yeah. And so if you're the Emperor and you have a choice, why wouldn't you go for Ray over Kylo? Sure. I mean And I... Kylo was born in the light from the light side of the force, where we don't know where Ray came from. And so I'm just wondering, you know, if there is a chance that like she was created to be the next, you know, big bad of the galaxy and it just didn't turn out that way and mm, fates were reversed interesting i don't know about that i mean that, that's an interesting way to think about it but the, here's the my problem with that is good luck explaining that in a star <laughs> right. wars movie i mean yeah. you lot they lost us at metachlorians i yeah. mean maybe they really should have said it's like your force powerpoints or something like that yeah at that don't, point it's don't uh, get into the biologies at of that it. point it's the rise of Skywalker needs to be five hours long to get into everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you would have to be making a Blade Runner esque movie yeah. to, you know, push a concept like that. Mm-hmm. Because probably half of Blade Runner twenty forty nine is them being like, "Well, well, how do you hide a replicant baby in the replicant world?" Right. And so you go visit all the places that you could go do that, and yeah. you're like, "Wait, what's the story again?" <laughs> exactly. And if you're not if you're not following it, if you're not invested, you're not going to get there. And it needs to be something simpler. And, and so it can only be your clone or be like Luke's hand plus baby equals force baby Ray. Mm-hmm. Like they would have to be, we would have to be like that kind of nuts, nuts, logic laid yeah. out for it to like work in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there were even, I mean, because that's the only thing hindering star Wars from doing anything. It's like what the audience can understand <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but n- no, I don't, Think okay. that would be the I mean, case? I don't even really want that to be the case because I like if you're gonna make Ray a bad person, like turn Ray bad, I would rather that happen in eight. And like, we're clearly not setting up nine to set up ten and be like the yeah. true end of the saga. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the end. They're marking as such. Like, you can't yeah, exactly. You can't pull Ray as a bad guy and then turn that around, turn and, and then reverse that, and then make Kylo go from bad bad guy or if in your case protagonist to like a true protagonist mm-hmm. to then like heroically sacrificing himself or being like the actual protagonist at the end of the day. Like you can't pull all that off in like less than three hours. Yeah. I mean, this movie will be three hours. I think, long. yeah, I think it's going to be the longest Star Wars movie. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to tie up all of these things, if you're going to reintroduce and take away all these things, um, it will be a massive, uh, it'll be a beast of a movie Yeah, that we're all going to like watch and be like, wow, incredible. We will gif these scenes, we'll clip them out of there, and then we'll watch them endlessly on Twitter every, like, three <laughs> or four days, like we do Endgame, uh-huh. and that'll be that. Like, we'll we'll never return to it other, other than YouTube clips and things like that. I mean, I, mean, I return to Last Jedi all the time, but it'll be, it'll be that kind of like a, I don't know how I have this much investment. But off topic here, the, the Emperor, the Emperor's role is to connect the dots uh-huh. from all of the other movies yes, and to tie them up, put them on Kylo Ren to tell the final story of Luke Skywalker and the entire clan yeah. of the film. That's what I really think. Okay. Um, but getting into the gritty parts of it, I think that's, would you kind of agree with that or not? That he's going to be the big, he, the, the true big bad of the whole thing. His return and him being the true big bad of all of these movies is to be the the the, the most the malevolent force of all of these things, so we can understand the Skywalker saga through him and his presence. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you could almost argue after the fact, after the fact, depending on what happens in nine, that 
the Skywalker saga is really the Sheev saga. Like he would have, he would have the the biggest role out of any character through and through. Yeah. So like I think that I think that's interesting. I think that yes, he will be revealed to be not only the big bad of this movie potentially. I think there's a way for them to work it where he had pull on Snoke t- rising to power, um, or even. Inf- like he like it wasn't Snoke who influenced who influenced Kylo to turn bad. It was actually Palpatine speaking through the the remnants of Vader's helmet or something. Mm-hmm. It was it was his spirits speaking through it, yeah. not Snoke or Vader or whatever. And so he's the one who turned him bad in the first place. Um, and then yeah, but I think by the end of it, you're like, oh yeah, it was, it's very clear that the Emperor is the big bad of the Skywalker saga of this nine film movie uh, franchise. Yeah. Talking about demons of the past and all sorts of things like that. Um, but let's get, in, I have been like pushing my own star Wars, like agenda and like thoughts and throwing so much oh, out there. Um, where are you with all of this? What theories, you know, when the laugh happened and you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. I'm not sure how I feel about that. But then you settled into, okay, what, could this possibly be? Well, I'm so you're on the force like he's possessing people. That's he, how his going to return. He will attempt to possess someone to ensure his return. Okay, I'm on the opposite. Not well, I guess yeah, not the opposite end. I think he's going to like physically reappear. Like he's manifesting. He'll himself. either be like they still have the emperor's body. You know, you didn't see the body. <laughs> you know, it just fell down a shaft. Um, and then they'll, they'll bring back Han by the movie two or something. And mm-hmm. you know, like. I think we're going to get either like legit full on Palpatine in his original form. And he's been like frozen in carbonite for 30 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or it's going to be like a clone version of old Palpatine or we'll get the return of E. McDermott as Palpatine. But then there'll also be like the the younger clone version is going to be Matt Smith or something. Um, I think we're going to see a legit Palpatine in physical form in the movie and that it's going to take the combined forces by the end of the day of Kylo and Rey to defeat him because he is arguably one of the more powerful people we've ever seen in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that, that that's for certain that it will take both of them to defeat him. Um, and so if he's possessing one yeah. of them, it just like it, like I like that idea of possessing him. Maybe if it's only for like a portion of the movie where it's like, well, my body's not ready yet or something, or we have to my my spirit is here but my bodies are somewhere else so i have to take mm-hmm. you have to take me from point a to point b and so he yeah. possesses kylo for 35 minutes of the movie and he goes from you know the remnants of death star 2 to the the mysterious unknown region and that's where the actual body is being held and then the spirit leaves and then the emperor tries to recruit kylo or something and that's like where the conflict starts to arise between Kylo and the emperor. Um, but I think we're getting a like, I don't think you just get E McDermott back to do voice stuff and bring him out on stage. I think you bring him back to have him physically be there. Yeah. And I, mean, you know, I don't like, there's been those like, um, uh, those like robots things where like you see like a hologram of, the, of his face. Those like in battlefront too. Like there's that kind of stuff you could do. But again, I, I think you're going to get legit Palpatine back in action. I don't. I mean, Ian McDermott is definitely going to appear in the hood or in the disco. Mm-hmm. I mean, prob- yeah, yeah, Jedi's have hoods when they appear. It's Force Ghosts, so <laughs> um, he'll appear as he is, like you know, um, as he did throughout the Star Wars Rebels series when he made his Force uh-huh. Ghost appearances. Um, yeah, there were a couple. Yeah, there were a couple of different ways he like, manifested himself. Yeah, and, and like the one really prominent one, he like. I don't even really know how he did it. He like appeared to Ezra through like this like rock device or something. And he was like there like haunting Ezra and like almost transported to another place, but I don't think he was actually there. It was really weird and trippy mm-hmm. and, but also cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it'll be something like that. It'll be something where he is so powerful. He has transcended death. Um, just by the sheer force of it, like the power that he's mm-hmm. found in the dark side. Um, the Wayfinder, like this Wayfinder thing is really interesting to me now. Yeah. That there is a secret, there is a secret army that was prepared and that was ready for the eventuality um, that something would go amiss inside of the Empire and these people would come in and swoop up. Well, I think if anything, it's just like a backup plan. I think when 
the Sith Troopers were officially unveiled at Comic-Con, Yumi and Amanda were DMing, and I was like, what if this is like Clone Army 2.0, and this is just like, what if they're all clones of Palpatine or something? Like, I don't know if I'd rather that probably not be the case, Um, but like, I, I like the idea of it coming full circle with the Emperor's final play still did deal with a large clone army, and like, whatever, you know, may have went wrong with them, at the start to then where he ditched the clones by the original trilogy, like he found a way to perfect that and bring it back. And now there's the clone army and all that kind of stuff. But also like, if I had to predict what I think is going to happen, I think the wayfinder device is what leads the, it's what leads Kylo to Death Star 2 and that's the ultimate MacGuffin of the film or maybe that's what mm-hmm. Ray and the team find that's like the thing they're carrying with them um, that like white backpack or whatever maybe that contains the Wayfinder device mm. and it takes them to, De- to Death Star 2 to find something Yeah, and it's like the coordinates to the unknown regions where the this massive fleet lies and then you know Kylo and Ray battle out there over the crashing waves and we've seen that one photo that looks super epic and that's like the close of the second act and then the third act is you know, Kylo best Ray there and goes unlocks the army and realizes, Oh, maybe this wasn't for the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that could very well be the case. Um, we, do we know the name of the desert planet? Um, that Ray we, finds herself. We know it's not Jakku, Jakku or Tatooine. I, we know it's a new planet. I think the name's out there. Um, somewhere it definitely is out there because it was not jakku um but something like the i'm going to use this something about the re-emergence of palpatine sends pasana pasana i think that's it's all the same planet um where finn poe are venturing to as well correct where finn and poe are venturing to were they on their like land speeder thing? They're on their land speeder. Yeah, as yeah, well that's as all. The that's all the same. Uh, yeah. The Calvary, I'm not sure because that almost looks like the terrain that is before Death Star Two. So true. maybe Pasana is where Death Star Two is located, and it has, unlike most Star Wars planets, a a richness <laughs> to the mm-hmm. locations. And yeah, not just there's oh, a... this is the desert planet. This is no planet. This is the jungle planet. This is the water planet. This is whatever. This yeah. is multiple different, um, you know, types of locations. Right. It looks like a, the very diverse terrain. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I'll need to take a look at those images again from the, uh, empire spread. Vanity uh, fair. Vanity spread. Fair. Yeah. About what planet that is, um, on where they're writing into battle for, but, uh, coming around to it, Oh, yeah. There's a way back back there, isn't there? Look at that. That all would, yeah, I just remember that sticking out to me in the trailer. Just being like, what are they carrying? Very obvious MacGuffin right there. JJ loves that stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. But Clone War, I mean, like, clones, yes. Like, look for ideas that have come up in these movies mm-hmm. to be reintroduced. Right, because, like, there's been that, like, whole thing of, like, they want to not only wrap up this trilogy, but have this be the culmination of mm-hmm. the whole Skywalker saga. So if you want to get, you want to do that, you mentioned Anakin Skywalker, you mentioned good and bad, you mentioned clones, mm-hmm. you mentioned Luke Skywalker, and you mentioned, uh, the, um, no clue, Metachlorians or something like that. I have no <laughs> clue. I would honestly love it if they mentioned Metachlorians yeah. in this new franchise. Uh, Just to like try to like, I, like, I, I remember... This is slightly off topic. But I remember one time after we were recording, we were talking, um, and I was like, I would just love it if, like, in this new trilogy, there's like, uh, you know, Luke was like, oh yeah, I was, I was reading the Jedi texts, and you know, I heard about midichlorians before, and that was just like a misreading of this like one section, as <laughs> so it was a mistranslation or something, and like the old Jedi got it wrong. Oh my gosh! It's like okay, great. It also it solves all those problems. Midichlorians are actually just normal things. Oh my gosh, this is very funny. Um, the horses that, or the, the the creatures that Finn and, yes. and um, Naomi Aki mm-hmm. are on, they're actually just horses with CG like oh, yeah. dots on them. That's amazing. Um, on point, off again point. Um, still don't know what planet they're, they're on there. No. But 
what leads to that showdown? It looks like they're on the Millennium Falcon in that scene. See, I thought that too at first, but other people are saying it's the Death Star. And I feel like that makes more sense that like they go to wherever the Death Star 2 is on, Endor or whatever, another moon, what, I don't know. Um, and like they battle it out there for possession of the Wayfinder or, you know, to Ray tries to stop Kyle from going in there. I don't know, like whatever the 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 struggle is, the conflict. Like I think that's yeah that, and, I, and again, I think that that would make a lot more sense because when that image released, I was just so like again, it was like JJ wouldn't have shown approved the release of a photo that's from the third act. Like mm-hmm. here's the culminating battle. Like no, like they're not going to show you that. It, but if it's one, yeah, you're no, 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 you're right. Um, but I'm trying to think of uh, episode three and how, what they released and how that came But like, around. just think of like episode eight, like there was no, like, like until like the week before, like teases of like the throne room fight. No, there's like, in, Crate's not in, shown in, once. in seven, well, I guess in seven, they do show like, uh, star, like they show the battle on star killer base a little bit, but it's only Finn and Kylo. Cause that was the whole part of the misdirect of. Ray's actually the protagonist of this movie. Yes, exactly. So, like, again, I just don't think that they would show, here it is. This is, like, the big epic lightsaber that's going to end the trilogy because, like, that's not J.J. No, I suppose not. And so I think that's the end of Act 2 leads in us to Act but, 3 where there's this big all-out there's, war. But there's poet, there's a poeticness to... Um, now we're getting into, like, just motifs oh, yeah. and poetry here. Or not poetry, but they're, you know... um the the renewal of the movies is that Anakin and Obi Wan fought and died um, in Episode Three together. Yeah, against La- Molten Lava. Yes, all no, I, I, I love the and parallel you can there. See, you can see this. Yeah, the the opposite end of the spectrum, but also the parallel of them fighting in the midst of an ocean in the ruins of the past. You know, right? I mean, the only thing that's missing is like in that photo is for them to actually have blades crossed, crossed. being up against each other. It's like, well, that's like clearly yeah. that. And if if that was the case, I guarantee you. Like that within like thirty seconds of those images dropping, the theater would be this confirms it. Raise raise a Kenobi because <laughs> that's just too obvious. <laughs> it wouldn't be otherwise. Yeah, I, I suppose. And apparently, there are rumors already floating around about like what's going on with her that I've heard about. What's going on with Ray? Yes, parentage and things like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You can I don't only know trust um, Gonzalez from uh, Rock Rocks. Maybe I think. Oh was speaking about them okay. very vaguely. I'm not know. sure if people are involved with the production or have the script. They definitely don't have the script. There's no way. But but back on the Palpatine thing. Yeah, that's definitely get back um, there. That's where we belong. So we've kind of been touching on... So we're on the kind of the, the thought process that Palpatine's return is bad for Kylo, that he doesn't want that, that yes. he doesn't know about it. What if it's the opposite? What if he does want Palpatine back for some reason. What? And like yeah. the third act of the movie is it's, it's subverting the expectation that everybody has now of Kylo being redeemed. It's no, he's embracing full on baddie, bringing back the most powerful Sith Lord that's ever existed in the star Wars universe. Um, and then like, like I just want, like I'm just thinking about like that possibility and like, what would that do? Like you'd have clearly the resistance outnumbered, outgunned mm-hmm. up against the, whatever is in store in this, Sith trooper fleet. Yes. Um, assuming it's like, real. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking like, wouldn't that be like crazy if like Kylo did turn full baddie and then like the hope of the galaxy rested on like Poe having to call up Hux and be like, dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to help us out and like take down the emperor. Here's what happened with like Ray. Our girl Ray says that. Yeah. Um, uh, Kylo sliced Snoke in half. Right, like, like he's like, yeah, like it happened. Like, yes, we can confirm your suspicion, but he's now trying to bring back somebody who would, in turn, crush you guys, not only us. They would then take you guys out of power, and so mm. I think that'd be a really interesting, like, dynamic of bringing the First Order and Resistance together to and, then fight the Emperor. And it would, it would put Poe and Hux back in the same scene together. Yeah, it'd be, we and already know gold. Donald Gleason and uh, um, Oscar Isaac are fantastic on the screen together um whether it's in last jedi or it's in um 
ex machina. Oh yeah. So you know, all of those things could go well. And yeah, like there, there is bitterness and resentment bleeding from Huck. So you can see it as he gazes darkly at Kylo while he, yeah. you know, walks into the um, resistance base, the mm-hmm. old rebel base on crate. Well, even, even when, uh, like in seven, when Hux is walking out of the room, when he's talking to Snoke mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, <laughs> Adam driver, Kylo, uh, just like walks past him. Like there's like that, like, stare of like of Hux of being like I did my job you failed right I'm better than you yeah like so there's always that tension between they're, them yeah they're fighting for you know favoritism daddy, <laughs> yeah daddy's daddy Snoke's approval yeah and like and, and so yes that is 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 as much of a possible plausible plot mm-hmm. to have happen too because the emperor is a dividing force I just don't know I guess I don't know which way it'll divide. Yeah. Will it, will it call? Yeah. Like we said, will it just unleash a maniacal mad power across the galaxy? Because Kylo is desperate. And the biggest, you know, factor in all of this Mm -hmm. is just three paragraphs, eight sentences. What that opening crawl says will matter so freaking much. Oh yeah. Come this movie time. Because will it say, War, the First Order and the Resistance are battling out for supremacy across mm-hmm. the galaxy. However, the First Order or the First Order is on the run. Hope is spread across the galaxy because of Luke Skywalker's salvation, saving grace <laughs> moment, and the emergence of a new Jedi, Jedi Knight, Rey Skywalker. And then it keeps on going. Or that's a lot. That's a lot of reveals. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, uh, the emergence of a new Jedi, right, Rey. Ray, the new Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so now then, like, Kylo the, Ren looks to turn the tide, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Pan down to the planet. Kylo Ren is body smashing people looking for the Wayfinder device yeah. to find the hidden Imperial fleet in the unknown regions. And then, yeah, that's equally as likely. But whatever that says, whatever the set and time jump means. Oh, yeah. Will determine I mean, the movie. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. obviously. But I think it could cut both ways mm-hmm. so i have a couple of questions here i want to run through um mm, kind of try to wrap up here um so we've, we've kind of touched on this before but did palpatine and not snoke have a hand in turning kylo do you think that would be revealed in nine that it was really yes. palpatine i think i think so i think snoke could end up being just a puppet of palpatine that was my next question yeah <laughs> was snoke a puppet of palpatine i th- i legitimately think so in what form like is he like he can't just be like Oh, I was one of his bad clones. <laughs> I was shriveled up, and you know, I, it didn't work. Yeah, like that would, just, that would just be too like corny, I think. But like, I think there's got to be something of well, like, oh, Snoke had some past connection, or he was the guy who helped assemble like the fleet in the unknown regions, and now is like, so like well, he's like, well, I don't want to do what Palpatine wanted me to do. I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Start the First Order instead. Yeah, but I'm going to take some of what he left me. But I just can't take the Sith troopers because they're too like on brand. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, it'll be something along the lines of he was a caretaker, or like a steward of the the throne, imbued mm-hmm. with the, the like very power powerful things. Or it could have just been like an early version of Palpatine trying to possess somebody or something. And he's like, well, in a younger body now, and the son of Anakin Skywalker, the most powerful Jedi, or the grandson of Anakin Skywalker, yeah. is right in front of me. So let's give that a shot. Mm-hmm. Let's definitely turn him. Um, so what do you think, I guess this is a little trick, this is a little trickier since we're not totally sure on how he's going to return at this point, mm-hmm. but you know, is there a bigger reason to bring Palpatine back in nine, whether it's for his character or even just for the whole saga? Yeah, the character is complete, but the bit like we, I think we talked about earlier, um, with the saga, the reason to bring him back, it's to grab ev- all six films, yeah. which he is a part of in some kind of way mm-hmm. whether in name or in um, or just mention in mention or in or, you know shadow yeah and to tie them up and put them at the feet of luke the, the feet of ben and to say this guy like it's continuity mm-hmm. which we love and crave and desperately yes. need as fans um to make his return to make us hate this guy one last time right and i think that's probably the the continuity of it all and like you mentioned like his over his his looming shadow of the whole thing is probably one of the biggest reasons why i think he'll have some retconned 
or not, I don't even know if it's, it'd be technically, it's not even technically a retcon, I guess, but just like there'll be some reveal that he had some role to play in either the rising of Snoke or the turning of Kylo. So that way, in when you watch the whole saga one through nine or, you know, four through six, one through three, seven through nine, whatever your viewing order, what you want to be, mm-hmm. um, you'll be able to pick up on something after the fact of, oh, but this isn't actually Snoke's plan. This isn't actually Snoke speaking to Kylo. This isn't actually whatever. This is actually part of the Emperor's plan. And that way, his re- his return at night isn't as like, oh, this is so like out of left field kind of. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. And like flashbacks have been introduced to Star Wars That's now. Right. And like, like I, I pray every day that we see none of them ever used again. But they're a part of the the language of the movies now, I yeah. guess. Uh, be, oh, see, I, th- I think, we're, I think we're getting a flashback I really, for sure really, in nine. Really hope not. I just, I'm ready. Like, give me, give me, give me four hours, three and a half hours, three hours of just forward progress. Now you want to know what it's going to be? It's going to be a flashback scene of a young, uh, or a younger <laughs> Luke Skywalker trying like hunting down like the last remaining like sections or like remnants of the emperor and like the empire and then like there's going to be like teases of the wayfinder device or the unknown mm. region there's going to be something like that to be like oh luke knew all along and then he like appears to ray in a force ghost and like gives her some like super timely piece of information that's going to progress the plot along. Ray, you must go to the Wayfinder system. <laughs> Wait, what? What is that? You never mentioned this. Oh, that didn't? Well, let me tell you. Uh, it was actually super important. Yeah. Sorry I didn't get around to that. I was yeah. just moping We were only together for three days. You know, no big deal. Um, but the last question I have, and this is you know, one that I'm really that much concerned with. It's really just something I've seen and heard discussed in like Star Wars mm-hmm. um, you know, podcasts and stuff. Does the return of Palpatine take away from the victory of return of the Jedi and like Vader and Luke overcoming him, defeating him, restoring balance. No. Okay. It it definitely does not because the, in the grand scheme of this, this entire thing, that's going to be a victory for father and son. That's them coming together. Uh They're unifying in that moment. That's, that's, that's the joy of that. Emperor, the Emperor getting thrown down the shaft. No one cares. Like the Emperor's not mentioned again. Again, after he's thrown down that shaft, I mean, no one's like, I mean, "Did you get the emperor?" I mean, Luke? yes, huh? Huh? but <laughs> no. They're talking about Vader. They're talking about father-son relationships. Well, they're they're all, talking about love. They're across. talking about how the whole empire fell. I mean, there's a whole started, montage at the end now of you know planet celebrating, right? And then then you know the books have like reinserted the idea of like you know like the Iraqi square pulling down the statues of Palpatine mm-hmm. and all sorts of yeah. things, but they're quickly tamped down with the emperor. The empire's still around and everything, like right? That. But no, that. That celebration is a celebration of victory, but you're supposed to feel the father and son dynamic between Luke and Vader and Leia and Han. And like, that's what that moment in movies about. Uh-huh. It's in an, in this new now nine film arc. Okay. No, I, I think that probably makes sense. I, again, I didn't really have that concern. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. Cause I'd oh. heard other people, um, you know, it's going to be like, oh, I mean, I feel like that almost takes away from them bringing balance to the galaxy and eliminating this thing if really he's been sitting out there waiting for the perfect time to come back or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll just see how that Yeah, and it, it could all just depend on the execution. Do you feel like that could be the case? I have no strong feelings either way at this point. It, I mean, if it comes down to the fact of, um, like, Oh, he had been planning it out, and it's going to be on this day exactly. <laughs> like right. I knew, I know this will be the day. Like I'm like, okay, like this little little too much. And he like let himself like get thrown over by Vader. Like no, that's not going to fly. But I think I think I'll be fine with it. Pretty much whatever uh, they do in that regard. Um, so as we just wrap this up here, how when do you think he'll be brought back, the Emperor in nine? Do you think it's the start of the third act, the second act, even the first act? Is when we get our first. Oh, the emperor is like still kind of around. We will know the emperor is still kind of around in the by the end of the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Okay. Yeah, first ten minutes. That of the like movie. his fleet is still out there. If like this rumor is that, true, that the we will know we will know something malevolent is in the if this rumor is true mm-hmm. like let's just say it is okay. for the heck of it and that's how the emperor gets reintroduced um we will know as soon as the wayfinder device is picked up someone will be like 
you don't want to open that. You don't want to go down that rabbit yeah. hole. You don't want to open that door. That's a lot of bad muju. And like, it just gets him into everything. And then Kylo, because he's the one who probably finds it first, is like, no, I'm trying to go bring back the, or like return the Sith to their proper place on top of the galaxy. Yeah. That'll be, or he won't say that, but he'll just be like, something like a long, I lines. need that power so I can go, you know, kick my ex's butt or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. it'll be, he'll be very, the memes will be like Kyle Rang was a boy who got broken up with at the uh-huh. end of episode eight. And uh, it'll all, Did all these go bad from things. there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I have to win her back somehow by killing her. <laughs> like, that'll be the, that'll be the analogy. Yeah. In the whole film. I think we'll know that, like, again, if this rumor is true, that the Sith troopers are indeed tied to Palpatine and, like, his contingency plan, basically. Um, I think that we'll know about that connection in the first act. I don't think we see Palpatine in, like, whatever form he returns until, like, the end of the second. At the very least, yeah. And then the third act is all Palpatine's back and the galaxy has to deal with whatever that means. Whether that's Kylo teaming up with him, Hux teaming up with (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. the Emperor, whether it's nobody teaming up with the Emperor and it's just the Emperor and the Sith Troopers trying to take over everybody. And it's the First Order, Kylo and the Knights of Rend, and the Resistance all having to work together to take down a common enemy. Whatever it may be, I think that's the path we're headed on. And if it's not, then again. We throw tantrums and sign petitions and <laughs> we, we start a ride online. <laughs> Not really. We'll be totally cool with it, depending on the execution. I mean, it's, it's got to be a good movie. Right. Right. I mean, like, and like you know, like, if some things play out, like, right. maybe I mean, we'll roll they, our eyes. I mean, JJ, I mean, for, all, for all we know, we could have, in this podcast, predicted exactly what's going to happen, and it'll turn out being terrible. Right. Or it could turn out being great. We have no idea. And we'll find out December, what, 13th? 16th? I have no clue. In December. In December, this second week of December. December or something 13th. Like that. 13th. Right. Sure, we'll go with that. Why not? Um, in the meantime, though, I'm sure we'll hopefully have more Star Wars topics to cover um, in the coming weeks. I mean, hopefully there's going to be EW photos or a second trailer here. The 20th. The 20th. A week Duh. off. The furthest possible date that it could be <laughs> before yeah, Christmas. That's right. So, uh, yeah, the third week there. Uh, in December, we'll obviously be reviewing the movie when it comes out in December and hopefully, like I said, covering a lot of different news and trailers and speculation and all that kind of stuff in the uh, lead up to it. But for this episode, that is all we have for this big question. What role will Emperor will the Emperor have in Star Wars 9? I guess it's safe to say we both believe he'll have a substantial, prominent role while we, I think, differ on how and when that'll come into play. So um, mm-hmm. let us know what you guys think about the big, big question, how you think the Emperor will turn in Star Wars 9. You can do so by tweeting us at Friend and Film, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Plus, head over to iTunes, give us a five-star view with comments, telling us why you enjoy listening to the show. And again, if you do that for the next uh, six days or so, uh, you will be entered to win our Avengers Endgame digital release uh, giveaway. So, Please do that. It really helps out the show, and we can maybe give you a prize for doing so. So, thanks again for tuning in to the Fun Stone Podcast. Josh, thank you for stopping in, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes. Bye.